This episode of Weed and Grub is brought to you by La Vida Verde. La Vida Verde is a health and wellness edibles brand. Their mission is to provide healthy, organic edibles and tinctures made with only the highest quality ingredients. I feel good when I put good things in my body. Yeah. Simple as that. They make everything with like delicious, guilt-free, unrefined coconut sugars. Cashews. Yeah. Their flavors in their cookies are like lemon pie and chocolate brownie, but you don't have to feel guilty when you eat them because they're like made with stuff that's good for you. Yeah. Vegan, gluten-free? Glugan? Glugan-free. Are they gluten-free? They are gluten-free, yes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay. Are they Gutenberg-free? They are Gutenberg-free. Okay, cool. All the Gutens are free. They're Glugan and (laughs) Gutenberg-free. La Vida Verde tinctures are crafted with botanical extracts, which enhance their effects, like the relaxed tincture, which is infused with chamomile. You almost said it the right way. (laughs) Uh, Well, everything they make is fantastic. It's all organ. (laughs) Oh, organic. Mary Jane. Everything is organic, vegan, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Because La Vida Verde believes that the best medicine starts with the food you eat. And it does. Real talk. I am a little uncomfortable in my body right now. I'm not gonna be ashamed to say mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to put only really good things in and this is one of them well la vida verde's got you because they really believe that you can find what you need with their line of products so go check out la vida verde uh on instagram at la vida verde 420 or learn more at la vida verde.com for real do it you will not regret it you will feel good and you deserve to feel good yeah la vida verde the best medicine starts with the food you eat hello and welcome to Weed and Grub. I just can't find a decent cream soda. For the life of me. I know A&W is delicious and true. Okay. But. What are the hallmarks of a delicious cream soda for you? Okay. Very good question. <laughs> Unfortunately, corn syrup seems to be number one. Okay. And I wish it wasn't, but that seems to be what makes it so delicious. I need it to have a vanilla smooth, not overly sweet start to it. Okay. And I need the back end of the flavor to not taste like chemicals. I just need cream dreams all the way through my tongue. Is it in a glass frosty mug with like a head on it kind of situation? No. Old school like soda fountain style? I can't think of anything more overrated than a frosted mug. What? Well, let's get into... That is Can we talk about temperatures in a second? Do not diss a frosted mug. Who cares? Lunatic. No way. Fuck you. A frosted mug is the best goddamn thing in the whole world. The chilled glass in the freezer that you pour like a tall one into, whether it be a soda or a beer or whatever. And you it, love that. Oh, my God. I love it so much. You're insane. You're like the only person alive who doesn't like that. I, if I was president, I'd make everything room temp. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the platform. Yeah. I can, okay. I, I promise you a room temp lifestyle till the end of time if you'll vote for me you definitely i mean i have learned that the temp on a on a coffee for you the perfect temp is yeah tomorrow is yeah, old is, is day old <laughs> it's day old yeah yeah my perfect temp is 12 hours later do you like anything with ice in it any icy anything no i think ice Ugh, this is so gross i think ice is a trick that takes up room that should be given to the thing you actually want. 
Okay. I don't like the volume that ice um, uh, ice takes up. No snow cones for you. Oh, no, never. How about a chipped ice situation like that? What is the, you know, like the movie ice oh, in a oh, soda? Oh, like a Slurpee or one of those What's Hawaiian ice shaved ices? Yeah. Yeah, no. You know, the small <laughs> Just ice. no. Just no? I, I know what you mean, but no also small no. Ice, no, big, no draft cube in, a, in an old-fashioned? I'd rather have a splash of water. Fucking weird. I don't like, yeah. To- Warm whiskey, splash of room temp water. <laughs> you've seen me order it and you've seen the bartender. They're always like. Ask me to repeat it. You sure you don't want one cube? <laughs> Just not, yeah, not even one cube. Yeah. I feel you on the temp with food because I don't love hot food. Like I always wait for everything to cool way down before I put it in my mouth. But I think I just have a sense. Of, I'm like a horse, you know, like. Because you want to eat it right away, but it's too hot. So then you go, oh, as you as you like swallow, you blow hot air past it, trying to cool it down as you chew. All the time. I totally do that. And you know, like horses have famously, like that's why they are controlled with the bit in their mouth. And that's how you can like, their little mouths or their big mouths are so sensitive that like it takes very little to make them do something. If you just like twitch a rein in their mouth, I feel like that's I don't understand I what the bits, the a point bit of the bit is. A bit in a horse's mouth is a piece of metal that goes between the tongue and the roof of the mouth that's attached to the reins that come out of their mouth so when you're pulling on the reins you're actually pulling on a piece of metal that's inside the horse's mouth okay so because their mouths are so sensitive you don't need to do very much if you're a good horse rider you don't need to really like do much other than kind of give them a little twitch to know and i feel like i'm like a horse like i have a super sensitive mouth oh i don't want you to like (laughs) i don't need much of anything to happen in there (laughs) for me to know What's going on? This is a really weird metaphor. I'm sorry. No, I, I went okay. way down everybody to a weird is, rabbit hole. Everybody is picturing me <laughs> riding your back right now with a ball gag in your mouth going. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a horse. I have a sensitive mouth. Um, that Come was on. weird. I'm so Tee sorry. Tee it up. Knock him out. Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't like super hot stuff in my mouth, and I don't like super cold stuff in my mouth when it comes to food. Uh-huh. But a cold, frosty drink? I feel like that's just universally beloved. I yeah, I know it is. I absolutely am not saying everyone's wrong. I'm just yeah. saying for me, I love room temp because you can chug it. I think ice in a soda is a waste and if you have something as luxurious as a McDonald's straw that you can suck the soda through, uh-huh. I don't need any ice getting in the way of my chug. And overall, like cold is no and hot is worse. I just <laughs> I, I like I like I like what I I like ninety eight point six. Okay, know? it's hard. Fuck, man, get off my back. All right, well, <laughs> what up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Bad now. <laughs> Everyone's. I didn't know I'd be attacked six minutes into the cut for my cream soda. I, I oh well, welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about comedy, cooking, cannabis, culture, calling shit out, and cream soda, and cream soda. <laughs> That's real talk. Uh, all right, listen. Let's. I want to get into it more with you about temperature in a minute, but I want to go back to the cream soda real yeah. quick and hear about the perfect cream soda situation so that we can find it for you because I feel like it exists. Well, A and W does it right and always has. Mm-hmm. That's undeniable. But I, I again, I'm trying all of the craft creams, whether that's a Jones or I think there's one called Virgil's that I've tried. Okay, and they're all natural. Um, Cane sugar instead cane of cane sugar. Syrup. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, um, they're just bad. Like they're not hitting the mark for me, Ooh. and huh. it's because it's. A, I mean, you know, the chemical game is so perfect in <laughs> things like Mr. Pib, Dr. Pepper, A and W. Yeah, that I'm expecting. Excuse me, I'm expecting the chemical 
flavor that I know and love to be able to be in these all natural products. Right. And it's not a fair comparison, but they also taste like shit comparably. It sounds like like you know how your body has endocannabinoid receptors in your endocannabinoid system that the cannabinoids in weed interact with. Sure, certain strains work better for me than others. Right. And so it sounds like your receptors My cream can your cr- cream, cream soda can- receptors. <laughs> Endo like- cream Endocrine soda receptors yeah, sorry. are wired to only accept a certain kind of, you need that corn syrup in there. I do. Cremocannabinoids. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was looking what for. What about a birch beer? What's, oh, like a ginger? No, birch beer is like similar to cream soda, isn't it? Mm-mm. Isn't it kind of a, I feel like I think of them all in the sort of like, there's the cream sodas. They're all I the outlier to, sodas, certainly. Right, definitely. Like when I used to go to Leo's Fish and Chips in St. John's, Newfoundland, where I grew up, I was always excited to either get a Fanta orange, a cream soda, or a birch beer, or sometimes a root beer, I guess. Yeah. But I feel like birch beer and cream soda were sort of like, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other okay. situation for me. I'm, I'm not too familiar with birch. Fanta... Uh, orange is my absolute favorite soda of all time. Oh, hands down, far and away. Yeah, yeah. Throw up a throw up the win. Got to be cold though. Mm, no, Ice, icy cold. See again. Yeah, has my to. favorite. Yeah. Oh, we've talked about orange soda a lot on here, <laughs> but I do love it. But yeah, if anybody out there has cream soda recommendations, I'm really searching for something that tickles me the way that uh, that A and W does, and I just haven't found it. There is a soda fountain in town here. That I feel like we could go to and maybe see if they can tickle that endocrine soda receptor system that you have. Okay, great. Because I got a root beer float from there a few weeks ago, and it was fucking bomb. Vanilla ice cream? Mm Mm-hmm. Tall glass with a long spoon? It was in a to-go container because- Like a soup? COVID. (laughs) So, no, it was over ice Uh in a to-go container with the- um, ice cream floating around at the top with a big long straw. You liked, see, this is again, you like in a cream, no, in a, in a float, mm-hmm. you had ice in the soda? Yeah. That sounds insane to me. Every float has ice in the soda with ice cream on top. That's how they come. Are you sure? I think so. You're probably right. That makes sense. Or maybe just in Canada. No, no. Maybe just I'm, where I'm, I'm from. I'm sure. And I'm... every cheesecake factory. <laughs> okay, so everywhere all over the world uh-huh. that most people go to and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, huh, man. Yeah, that doesn't sound good to me. But I would love to go there to try their cream soda concoctions. All right. Well, maybe we'll hook it up. Hmm. Yeah. I do like a milkshake. Okay. I do like ice cream. So I'm not... When it's melted, though. But I... Yeah, again. See? Yeah. Yeah. Weird temp. Milkshake ice cream. Can we talk about the temperature for... So we just made... I'm really excited about this, actually, because it was uh, candy, making candy for uh, Satori chocolates. Yeah, so... It was so fun. Yeah, we made brittle. And it was like... First time ever. So specific, yeah. Oh, I see where you're going with this, because of we had to get the recipe mixture with a candy thermometer all the way up to 290 degrees. Yeah. And that was, what was it, hard crack? It was really neat because, so the the temperature, yeah, at 290 it's soft crack and at 310 it's hard crack. And on the way there on the candy temperature, you also passed soft ball and hard ball, which I think have to do with fudge maybe. Okay. But it's so neat because as we were making the candy, I was like, this is so like vaping. The conversation we had a couple of weeks ago, it was like, at this temperature, it will vaporize this terpene. And at this temperature, this cannabinoid is going to activate. And it was like, I was like, oh, making brittle, making candy is 
like vaping. It is like vaping. Different things happen at different temperatures. It was fucking wild. It my is. mind was blown. I was like, oh my God, it's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, but I don't want to tie in a good 400 degree vape and start calling it hard crack. Yeah, hard crack. I don't cr- think that's going to get us where we need to be with legalization. <laughs> right, right. That one is candy, not referring to very uh, yeah harmful drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But otherwise, you're right. Like the, the very idea, the, the very cool thing that uh we experienced when we were making brittle was it, once the sugar was dissolved and once we added the butter and vanilla mm-hmm. and started kind of stirring it to bring it up to that hard crack the consistency changed so quickly out of nowhere like mm-hmm. it was like four minutes of just frothy butter boiling and then next thing you knew you smelled this toasty kind of amber yeah thing happening it was the caramelization I the ca- think. thank you yeah. yeah and that was like so rad to experience and see for the first time it was really neat and it does happen so fast and i think that's the big thing about candy is that like you have to be ready with everything right there to go because you can't adjust it's like a chemistry experiment i mean it is chemical it's it is chemistry so like if you're not prepared with all of the elements to like drop into the beaker at the proper moment you're not going to get the reaction that you were looking for yeah your mise was on point for this thank you real talk i was very proud i knew that we were going to have like a very short window of time to achieve exactly what we wanted and it came out so good and i'm so happy and there are going to be pictures and the recipe on satorichocolates.com uh sometime really soon yeah and the idea of well this reminds me of when i took my first dab and they set a temp timer yeah on the dab machine so that they 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 heated it up with a blowtorch for like a minute exactly and then made sure with a uh, laser like scope thermometer like we're taking temperatures of people with like in with covid yeah yeah yeah, exactly or seeing if they have covid yeah yeah and yeah and so that first dab was like a perfect 300 degrees after one minute of blow torching hit with a clean pure yeah low time dabbing became a thing after like years and years and years i mean when dabbing really started out i was working at high times and we did like the first ever dab cover of any magazine ever and i remember they did this whole shoot and like there was the rig and the nail and like a super hot temp and it was this crazy sort of like really 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 high temperature experience and then they learned all about you know all the different things that vaporize at different temps and now low temp dabbing is like the way to get every last good drop and it's all about the terps and the like the holy softball stage Mm -hmm. yeah man i wish it wasn't called hard crack because i'm (laughs) loving this comparison like i was like oh like would that be good if we could call like dabbing temps like softball stage for a dab oh sure or does that sound too close to speedball you know what i bet because i don't dab and i don't know much about the dab world but i bet they have all of the language and all of the different terminology for the different temps you don't think no because every time i take a dab and i use one of my beautiful machines and it's always like just a just just a fahrenheit yeah Uh just a number Man, I would love. <laughs> I bet we should get we could, we should get a dab expert on here to talk to us about the like get Roger Volodarsky from Puffco back on here to like talk to us about all the different temps and then what happens at the different temps for him with dabbing because you know. and a baker. That's the only way I would want to do it. Oh, get a dab expert and a baker and a baker and have them go head to head. Yeah, about different temps Some, and times. Somebody who rocks candy for a living. Yeah, and knows how to pull taffy and make just delicious. Yeah. Desserts. Yeah. Yeah. Desserts and dabs. Yeah. That shit, yo. Desserts and dabs, yo. Let's make this happen. Maybe we could make it happen as a, a teeny hot plate situation. That's such a fun idea. We were doing those teeny hot plate concerts for a minute where we were like having remote sort of like 
talk show situations. Well, I want to do a dinner party now. Like yeah. I, I like Desserts a socially distanced dinner party where everybody gets their own individual dab machine and they get their own individual dessert dessert like you can so you can make your own hard candy yeah and take dabs and the whole thing is a um learning experience in time and temp wow i love this i have think you, it's a have, really cool idea have, have so tm <laughs> desserts and dabs tm you heard it here first I, truly yeah. have you been hearing about socially distanced dinner parties where people are like dining together over zoom like i know there are reading parties happening and like raves and i haven't heard know, anything about it obviously fucking everything is online right now but i would love to have dinner with someone over zoom like i miss my friends yeah honestly this goes right back to the picnic game mm-hmm. um and how picnics are probably like a pop-up picnic if I was a restaurant owner, I would be doing pop-up picnics in the park Hell yes. as much as possible and cater the shit out of it. And you can come have a picnic hang, bring your fucking dog. You don't need any kind of health code situation once mm-hmm. you're in the park. Just sit inside this circle Yep, that's 12 feet away from this other circle. X marks the spot for your blanket. Yeah. And, and then I would, I would want to host a pop-up picnic dinner party. And I, I think this that. would be the same idea. Yeah. Like a Sunday afternoon with desserts and dabs, picnic style. Ooh, I love that. And I would love to have, you know, someone on hand. Like one of the only times that I've really enjoyed dabbing was I was given a baby dab with this like beautiful um, live resin by the grower who had actually like made the extract or grown the flower and then, you know, pressed it themselves. And um, it was like in Malibu at sunset. And I've talked about it on here before. But the whole experience was perfect because I didn't have to drive. I didn't have to work and I didn't have to interact with anyone that I didn't know. And it was just the right amount. And I felt perfectly like held in the universe's hand for yeah. about three hours. It was one of the most perfect experiences I've ever, ever had. I've never been able to replicate it because of, you know, haven't had all those factors in place. But I'd love to like well, I think really set it up would. for myself. Yeah. yeah, I think a picnic would because mm-hmm. you... Your circle is your blanket. Yeah. And if you ain't on my blanket, you ain't my friend. Yeah. So I don't have to talk to you. That sounds great. That's truly like my favorite part of a picnic. Yeah. Is I'm not hopping from blanket to blanket making friends. And if I am, like, don't invite me. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I don't not, need not that. Not nowadays. I don't need that person in my life. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's why picnics are the are like the the best option for everything. Because then you have like a tight group of four and y'all can just kick it. I also really like to kind of like hang out and cook with my friends over Zoom. Like I was just thinking, you know, I had my laptop in the kitchen here while we were making the brittle with the recipe up. Maybe sometime I could like cook a dinner and Zoom with my friend while I cook dinner and they cook dinner and then we sit down and we eat together through Same Zoom. recipe? Um, sure. Yeah. Like both of you making a big thing of chili? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it doesn't really matter what we're eating. Just like cooking and hanging out in the kitchen is one of my favorite things to do. So yeah, every dinner party I have, I always like kind of hang out in the kitchen to the last minute. And, you know, I don't even like sitting down. So you miss hosting. I miss hosting. And I miss like, yeah, just being in the kitchen because it's like for me, that was always con- it always contained my anxiety that I didn't even know I had. Because being in the kitchen was such a comfort zone. And if you're facing the stove, only one person can come in from either side. So you're sort of protected. It's like putting blinders on a horse. There's my horse metaphor again. I'm like a horse. Don't put some shit in my mouth. And don't come at me too fast because I'll kick you. And I have peripheral vision. I only want one person in it at any time. Uh-huh. And you're handling a carrot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> That's really funny. Mary Jane is a horse. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You know. Um, yeah. I am I do feel you on that. I am very like Jason Bourne 
about mm. my whole party experience. I think everybody is. What does that mean? You're Jason Bourne about it. I'm always trying to clock my exits, who's there and how soon I can leave. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not how everyone is. <laughs> I think so. No, I th- not necessarily. I mean, don't you know that person who like shows up at the party and stays until the very end? That was always me, actually. For yeah. For a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I was always that fucking jerk. But I always helped clean up. And I always had the good weed, so. There you go. Yeah. Well, then, she's <laughs> not a jerk. You're yeah. a hero. I either had it or I was with someone who had it, so. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm liking this dessert dab thing a lot. I like it too. I, I'm glad I that you circle back around to it so we can like put a pin in it and loop back. Well, it kind of goes in. Sorry. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in a lot of meetings lately. Let's finger. Let's finger let's, the we'll, schedule and we'll do the reach around. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we talk about this? What is that? Real quick, that What's my that? hair got long enough that I can put it up with a chopstick. That's a chopstick. Yeah. Isn't that fucking great? Say more about this. Sorry, I just pulled on it and was like, oh, that's right. I'm so excited about this. My hair got so long that I can twist it up in a knot and secure it with a single chopstick. Because I'm out of hair ties. I don't know where they went. That's amazing. They all disappeared. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm sorry. I don't know if this is a thing that everybody knows about, but I've never heard of such a thing. Really? Yeah. A ch- because a chopstick is straight and flat. So how does it hold? Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's a really awesome trick. Here, I'll do it again. You insert it, and then you go one way, and then you wedge it back, and then you drive it through, and then it holds. Man, girl's hair is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah. How do you do that? How do you know to do that? Uh, is that a thing that like girls hang out? And- the dance world. When you like learn ballet when you're a kid, and every girl goes to ballet school for a minute, you learn how to do buns and how to secure them if you don't have an elastic. Mary Jane, that looks awesome. Thank you. Wow. I'm excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just going to start putting weird shit in my hair because it's, who cares? Nobody cares. About what? Anything. I know. Well, everything, actually. <laughs> Everybody cares about everything. You have to. Oh, my God. Everything's so crazy. Yeah, but we have heroes. We do. We have heroes. Yeah, we absolutely do. You're so right. Come on. Like, let's get into our um, news this week. Yeah, let's talk about and it. And talk about some heroes. Yes. Because while the RNC is happening and I everybody that's why is... that's so fucking nuts. You do? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because anyone who likes that shit is dumb. But <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. No. Yeah. Stop, Glazer, me. Why am I yelling at you? I'm yelling at me. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about heroes. Let's talk about it. Um, shout out to our, our friend Julie, who has been in uh, NorCal going out with her horse trailer and rescuing livestock who are either abandoned or fleeing from the fires and the wildfires that are just raging. And I don't know. I've just been thinking so much about all of our friends in Santa Cruz and the surrounding communities. And I don't know. Our Elise. heart is all, yeah. Our hearts are with you, Elise and Dave, who are in um, uh, Santa or Sebastopol, and James Newman, who's in Santa Rosa, and just all of our friends. We have friends in Monterey, and it's just nuts. So the the news story actually is the Grubla Gazette uh, story this week is from Marijuana Business Daily about how the wildfires have inflicted major damage on several weed farms, and it's just really impacting all of the outdoor grow regions and, um, you know, not only like the, the ones that are consumed by flames, but there's tons of smoke damage. So a crop that may survive the fires will still be polluted and possibly not um, good for harvest. Yeah. And um, can I just say one more thing about Julie? Yeah. And go to State of Dance. That's her Instagram. And there's a picture that she posted. And I've thought about it every single day since I've seen it multiple times a day. Um, and I just want to publicly say that like she is somebody who I really respect and admire and am, am you know, honored to get to know even better mm-hmm. as we keep going. Uh, and I just had to say that out loud because 
Yeah. Yeah. Know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Good people doing good things in the world. Yeah. Um, so uh, on, on another tip mm-hmm. with the, um, the fires destroying crops, this is another reason, and we've talked about it before, but like because there's no federal legalization, there's, no, there's either a surplus or the opposite of a surplus. And I don't know what the opposite of a surplus is. A dearth. A dearth? A, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that word. Or a lack of. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah, but I like a dearth. A surplus of, what are you talking about, well, weed? Well, you know how when cannabis went legal and then all of a sudden, um, like there was the boom of um, weed being bought in Colorado. Mm-hmm. But then they there was a surplus somewhere else and there was no weed in Colorado and they couldn't sell and trade and like states couldn't help other states but with their surplus and their dearth because of federal legalization not being a thing yet. Mm -hmm. So it's so fucked up that all of these crops and all of these farms are being devastated Mm -hmm. in California and other states can't help. Right. That's so fucked. It's super fucked. I mean, it's you're you're so right. It's not legal for transport across state lines. So what would happen if like a vineyard, for instance, one year had a failed crop and they weren't able to harvest the grapes that they needed to make their wines? They could buy grapes from another vineyard somewhere, but that's not possible with all of these cannabis companies in California. You're so right. So this is like threatening not only the growers with financial losses, but it's going to disrupt the supply chain. And especially with COVID going on, that's already been such a fucking nightmare. And the um 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 the the firefighters in California right. which also for me ties deeply into how many people are in prison for pot mm-hmm. and how firefighters are prisoners so and, yeah many many of people the wildfires in, in California are fought by prisoners in the Cal- California prison system and a lot of them are actually not available to fight these wildfires because they're sick with covid right so everything is fucking connected and it's all insane and legalizing cannabis at a federal level would solve many of these problems and also give some of these businesses access to federal funding and small business loans to recover from this double whammy of the pandemic and these terrible fires. So Absolutely. to read more about this story, it's at Marijuana Business Daily and it's, um, yeah, it's ongoing. They're updating the story all the time with the businesses that have been affected. Uh, and it's just nuts. And we're just... Yeah, thank you, guys. And also, if you want to donate and help, go to our Instagram, at Weed and Grub. We've got some links up there of places to donate. Because not everybody has a horse trailer and can go run into the flames to save a deer. But your money can help people, animals, hospitals. Yep. And that's something that anybody can do, even if it's just a little bit. Yep. Send what you can. Yeah. Link in our bio. Real talk. Man, see, we can all be heroes. Yeah. Just for one day. Sure. I think so. You I do? That's, I truly, I think that's what's keeping me going right now, is the idea that they can't stop me from being a good person. Yeah. They can't stop me from trying to use my time wisely to take care of myself and help my people. Nobody can stop me from doing that, except for death. That's very true. So I like holding on to that right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's my uh, two cents. That's a good thing to hold on to right now. I think the thing that I'm holding on to right now that's keeping me relatively um, okay on a day-to-day basis is that one of the biggest things that we have to, that we can be in control of is patience 
Like I can choose to be patient and the sort of like anxiety and um, rage that I feel bubbling up and like the emotions that feel like they could spill out of me at any time. If I just sort of take a moment and quiet myself and understand that I have been patient my entire life for a million different things and I've made it through because of that patience is helpful right now to be patient with like the pandemic and the current political situation and the ongoing fucking, you know, crashing of the systemic racism around us, like that if we are patient and we all are compassionate and work together, we'll get to the part where things change and they feel like they're changing for the better and it will feel really good. And if I, the anxiety comes from being impatient about it, if I just sit with it, I'm okay. Yeah. Ooh, I think you're right. That is what it comes down to. There's that's uh that's really smart. And weed helps, I would assume. Absolutely. <laughs> tincture all yeah. day every day. All day every day. Uh-huh. It, it, yeah. When will tincture be sold in Gatorade sized drums? Yeah. So that you can just like tip it back and knock it. Tincture used to be available in pharmacies around the country as like a just over the counter medication. Is this medication. when Coca-Cola had Coke in it? Uh, same kind of probably. times i don't care about the coca-cola part but uh-huh. yeah it was like you know you could go down to your pharmacy and just get a weed tincture got a toothache take some weed tincture feeling crazy take some weed tincture your leg hurt weed tincture really it was, yeah it was fucking legal they're amazing cool old pharmaceutical bottles with like neat labels where it's like cannabis tincture for the headaches that's fascinating it's fucking crazy what about a camelback that you mix like two jars of tincture into it Okay. For your day. Sure. Wouldn't that be awesome? You would be so high. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How dope would that be? Yeah, I mean, if you're just constantly able to like sip on it and stay the same amount of high, I think that would be pretty amazing. That's what Nature's I'm saying. Nature's Xanax, right? Yeah. That's but that's I my think, next game. Yeah. People would overconsume maybe. Who? Me? Not Everyone. me? <laughs> not you. Okay. Yeah. Not right. me. I, I like a camelback tincture. I think that's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. I would rather have one of those beer can hats with the... <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of tincture in each can holder, uh-huh. you know, with this. I just like the way the straws look. Yeah. You know, those crazy straws. I There needs to be more than two holes on those hats. Oh, you want like a six pack up I, there? Well, I want <laughs> options. I want my own soda fountain on my head. Oh, that's I think, a great idea. Right? Yeah. Well, you get one like a thing with like a place for four different kinds of liquids. And then you could have one that's tincture uh-huh. and one that's cream soda. And one that's warm whiskey with room temperature water. That's what right. Would your coffee. Fourth be? Oh, coffee. Coffee. Yeah. And then I would like. Um, okay, so what is your six pack that you're wearing on your head? That's really <laughs> what we're. That's the game we're playing okay. now. Okay. All right. My six pack that I'm wearing on my head uh, is. Okay, tincture. I would do the one-to-one uh, restore tincture. The Levito Verde. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's got chamomile in it. It's Chamomile, however the fuck you say that word, I'm never gonna get it right. Chamomile. Um, I would have one um, piping hot Earl Grey with uh, milk. Um, I would have a cold, ice cold Coca Cola, but the cane sugar version that they mm. only sell. Glass bottle style. Yeah, sure. in Mexico or like you can get it in New York during Passover. It's fucking awesome. Um, I would have uh, mint infused alkaline water. Okay, sure. Suck up those toxins. Yep. Totally. I would have a biodynamic Pinot Noir or Grenache of some kind. Great choice. Lightly chilled. Great choice. And I've got one more. I would have, um, I think, cold brew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to recap, Uh back back the other way, cold brew? Cold brew? 
a biodynamic Pinot Noir. Okay. Uh, alkaline infused mint water. Um, oh damn, I've missed this one. Whatever. Chamomile. Oh, that was the Earl Grey, and this is the tincture. What did I say for this one? Oh, Coca Cola. Yeah. Cane yeah. sugar Coke. Cane sugar Coke. Earl Grey tincture. <laughs> That's a great hat. That's, that's a good a, hat. That's a good six-pack hat. What's your six-pack hat? My six-pack hat, cold brew. Okay. Without question. Mm-hmm. Um, but room temp cold brew. And this my whole thing's room temp. I okay. don't have I don't have the same uh what is it? Proclivities? Proclivities? Proclivities mm-hmm. as you. Mm-hmm. So I'll I have a room temp hat. Got it. Cold brew. Okay. Lemon lime Gatorade, room temp. Wow. Uh whiskey and water. Mm-hmm. No ice. Uh, to be specific, I would either do uh, Buffalo Trace or Jim Beam, or what's that one? Uh, Knob Creek or Knob Creek. Okay, yeah. Let's just say Knob Creek because I had that the other day. It was delicious. Fancy. Knob Creek with a splash of water, tincture. Mm-hmm. But I want a little bit stronger than one to one. I'd love like a three to one. Okay. And uh, so what is that? Four. Yep. Um. <laughs> uh. Like just melted vanilla ice cream. Okay. Is that allowed? <laughs> it's whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. Melted vanilla ice cream. Yep. Is that five? That's five. And one more. Oh, what do I love? <laughs> what could I chug? What do I love to chug? Oyster brine? <laughs> Pickle juice. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, okay. Um, ranch. I know. I did think about ranch, <laughs> actually. I did think about ranch. I, I I do like water. I love to chug room temp water. Yeah. But water's so boring. Kombucha? I've never had it. Oh. Um, wow. Gosh, what's a treat? Ginger beer. Oh. I love ginger beer. Really? Ginger beer? Well, ginger, the soda, ginger yeah. beer. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so to recap, <laughs> cold brew. Okay. All room temp. Yeah. Cold brew, lemon lime Gatorade, uh, three to one tincture. Knob Creek and water. Uh-huh. Help. Uh huh. Help. Uh, ginger beer. And, ginger beer. Um, Am I missing one? No, you did six. I just can't remember all of them because you, you were cold brew. <laughs> uh, I'm pointing at your head because you went around your head and like yeah. you designed it as I was looking at you. So you did cold brew, lemon lime Gatorade, Knob Creek with water, tincture, melted vanilla ice cream. No, that was it. And uh. <laughs> Whatever the last one was. That you Melted vanilla ice cream. My brain. Oh, shit. What's okay. this one? One now? more time. Oh, fuck. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Cold brew. Mm-hmm. Lemon lime Gatorade. Yep. Three to one tincture. Nope. Whiskey and water. Yep. Melted vanilla ice cream. Yep. Ginger beer. Got it. Jesus Christ. This is great. It's a great game this for stoners. Really <laughs> this would be really fun. At a picnic. Yeah. You're just wearing your hat and eating roast chicken. Right? That's all you Every, need. Seriously. Yeah. Everybody gets their hats. Mm-hmm. That's such a fun idea. Yeah. I love that. We should make this happen. It's Desserts good. and dabs could be one picnic. And then we're just like, yeah, you're, here's your hat that we made you. <laughs> and it's just a bit. You just need to get those um, those six-pack rings and mm-hmm. like hang everything off your head. Mm-hmm. Be great. It's so fun. And you have a bunch of different straws. You think that you get one straw and it turns out it's vanilla milkshake. That's yeah. fun. Oh, I just drank like 50 milligrams of tincture instead of, you know, half a pint of ice cream. Great. Great. Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the tincture kicks in, I've got ice cream. <laughs> I love it. Also with social distancing and having, you know, everything is personal packaging. 
Mm-hmm. For like, can you imagine how great that would be at a, like a drive-in movie theater? Oh my god! Or any anywhere that it's like at a party. Yeah. Shit. I'm just wearing my hat. Dis- I'm just gonna wear my hat. I don't need to go to the bar. Yep. I don't need to drink. I can with be you. in an, a fully enclosed hazmat suit with depends on, mm-hmm. so I don't need to go to the bathroom or take <laughs> anything off. With my awesome hat with all of my six drinks, some of them which have calories, so it's like a meal too. Yeah. I do great at parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking fun. This might be my Halloween costume. Really? Truly. I mean, you could actually go out. And this year, Halloween is on a Saturday with a full moon, and it's the night the clocks go back. Oh, wow. So it's an extra hour Saturday night, full moon Halloween. And shit's going to be fucked up crazy, and it's not going to be okay to go outside yet, but... It will be if you're in a hazmat suit wearing six drinks on your head. With the pants on. be great <laughs> that's so great um i well you know what you should bring with you too on the personal tip what's that you should bring a little da vinci with you so that you can enjoy all the options that da vinci brings to you as well hell yeah i could vape inside my hazmat suit because there's no combustion hot box your hazmat hot box my hazmat suit well Get this is a good here. place to say that today's episode is brought to you by da vinci vaporizers da vinci makes vaporizers that are portable stylish discreet and clean All of their components are medical grade and your vapor stays sealed inside a glass and zirconia vapor pathway, meaning it never touches any metals or plastics so that you know you're only getting your herb. Herb? I can never... It's like that or chamomile, chamomile. Herb. 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 The H is is like, shh, don't say me. Don't. Okay. (laughs) Herb or oils. Uh, just the good stuff, and you can hotbox your hazmat suit with it. That's the best. <laughs> da Vinci products also contain a glass flavor chamber where you can load in your favorite aromatherapy herbs mm-hmm. to receive their benefits and taste their cleanly vaporized flavors. And you and I have been using the IQ too. It's been freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, huge fans, and it's got the precise temperature control and this really wild adjustable airflow ring so you can customize the airflow so you can like take a different hits like denser vapor absolutely everything that i like i like being in complete control you've seen how i handle if there's too many wires on the table yeah yeah i flip out so <laughs> like we had to have a moment before we started recording tonight yeah because i couldn't handle the amount of wires so yeah. when i'm in control mm-hmm. i'm doing a lot better and the da vinci lets me it's have that awesome it's super discreet it's so well designed it's stylish it's portable and it's 10 percent off for our listeners if you just use the code Grub. At checkout, uh, visit VinciDeVaporizer.com and use the code GRUB to experience purity, innovation, and control. Heck yeah. <laughs> I love holding a piece of technology while also wearing a hazmat suit. How good would that look? For like, if you were Jodie Foster in Arrival 2. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? It's not Jodie Foster. Who's in Arrival? Oh, uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Yes. I'm sorry about that because I really like them both. They're both excellent. Yeah. Yes. I felt like I could have made a joke just now that was like, boo, 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 but no, you they're terrific. You know what terrific. it is, though? Jodie Foster's in the other space movie where she goes through the thing with the thing. Oh, she wears the headphones with outside. The, it's that big space. Contact. Contact. Thank yep. you. Contact and arrival. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen the, you know, do you know the part I'm talking about where Jodie Foster is wearing headphones mm. outside? No. There's a moment where she's listening to this to space through her headphones. Okay. But there was this oh man, maybe even ten years ago, there was this moment where people would take music and act like that's what she was listening to while she was bobbing her head, because she takes the headphones off, and you'd hear like ass, 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 <laughs> ass, 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 tits, tits, tits. That was always a good time. <laughs> this is pre TikTok. Same with Garden State. Oh fuck. 
You know the time when they're in the she waiting takes, room? She takes her headphones off and You've she seen puts that them on one, Zach right? Braff's head. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, slop on my knob. Record oh, on the cop. Wow. Check in with me and do your job. Lay on the bed and give me head. Don't have to ask. Don't have to beg. Juicy is my name. Sex is my game. Let's run a something. Let's run a train. And mm-hmm. people are mad about WAP? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the Well, that's really interesting because that song, Slob on My Knob by 3-6, was like kind of before the um, everybody has an opinion, everybody has a voice connectivity. You know, this was like, I don't know when MySpace and Slob on My Knob uh, (laughs) interconnected. Is that a good TED Talk? I'm shocked every time you say it. I'm like, oh, (laughs) that's crazy. I'd do that as a TED Talk. Oh, that Slob on My Knob predated the social media era and people like the constant outrage cycle hadn't ramped up. But now that WAP is like introduced into the current climate yeah everyone has a fucking voice and who was it who was like this is legit filth oh ben shapiro yeah but he's saying that he could he doesn't give a shit about anything he just knows like he's just built a career on whatever that's called when you're the opposite of what you should be yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's i I can't i can't see that dude giving a fuck he's a professional fucking heel yeah exactly yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and that's so fucked that you can have that as a job yeah you can be a like i'm gonna be oh tucker carlson's like i'm really gonna lean into being a complete fucking douche right and i'm gonna get famous for being a complete douche and everyone's gonna hate me and i'm fine with that how weird is that isn't that fucking crazy like yeah it's so weird it's so weird I don't know, it's man. It's impossible. Like, I've never aspired. I've And then you're like, Cardi B and Meg are like giving a million dollars away mm-hmm. because their song fucking crushed it. And they're like, we want to share some of this money. And so they like linked up with like Twitter and I think Cash App. I mean, it might not have been their fucking money, but they still did an, in- an initiative where they gave. Anything that inspires, give it to $500 to 2,000 women. See? Fucking dope. Yeah. So shut up. they're amazing also it's a fucking great song it is yeah yeah wet ass pussy and the dance oh my god i don't know if i know the dance you haven't seen the dance yet uh i've seen the video is the dance in the video yes but it's it's when they're all splashing around and that yes okay yeah and then they do the splits and like that booty be popping yeah man that might be my favorite thing i remember when i was um, I'm still always horny, but I remember when I was going through puberty and I could go on YouTube and look up twerk videos oh. and just see booties bouncing uh-huh. and like, especially do you know juvenile and the song ha uh, and like, Oh, what was juveniles? What was his crew's name? I don't know. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> Definitively talking to the wrong person. <laughs> oh, that's right. Last episode when I said wheezy, you, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Our friend Rachel fucking texted me. She was like, I'm fucking legit dying over here of the generational difference of me thinking that you were talking about the Jeffersons and you were talking about Lil Wayne. I remember watching Juvenile's Ha oh, video fuck. and Master P's uh, no, anything from No Limit and just being so horny and like just YouTubing twerk videos because I couldn't, I was too scared to go on porn websites and I also didn't own my own internet because I was living at home. Right. Right. And so, man, twerk videos got me through some hard times. Wow. Literally. Get it? Hard times? Yep. Kill me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Heard. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wonder what my thing was that I watched. I didn't, I mean, this sounds so fucking lame, but like I just didn't watch that stuff on the internet so much. I like read smut. Which is always better. It was like hot for me, you know, if I wanted to like 
read something that got me turned on. It was like, there's, you know. I think that I liked the letters to Playboy more than I liked the pictures in Playboy. Oh, interesting. I do. I think so. I think think because the picture was always, you know... um, somebody really like sexy i guess yeah. but but the the story yeah like i think this maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is it's the story that makes sex yeah so hot it's so hot yeah okay the anticipation and the arrival and the whole yeah like i don't want to read so much about the boning i want to read about the lead up and you know how hot it is and kind of feel it like I could put myself in that story, you know? Yeah. That's why like 50 shades of whatever was like such a big deal because of, you know, all of these women around the world were like, Oh, I can imagine myself in that position. They had just, there hadn't been any good popular smut that they could get their hands on. Right. You know? And all of a sudden that was also acceptable to read for whatever fucking reason. You know? Oh, I don't know. Is that right? Like WAP is wipe it was... WAP is a problem, but nobody came for Fifty Shades. I find that hard to believe. But what, well, of course, people came for Fifty Shades, like assholes like uh, Jerry fucking Falwell or whoever the fuck is, you yeah. know, now resigning because of his wife fucked the pool boy or whatever. But it was yeah. Like, but he he watched. But he watched. <laughs> oh my god! But like WAP, I think isn't a problem. Actually, I truly think that anyone who knows what's up, likes it, or at least likes what it stands for. If it's not your fucking kind of thing, if it's not your kind of music, you can still support what it's about. Yeah. And that's awesome. So uh, you can even support it by shutting the fuck up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like how cool is that? Yeah, if you don't like it, just shut the fuck up. I don't like this high horse I'm getting on. Okay. I don't have anything figured <laughs> out and I always start talking like I know things and I just don't. I do know that um I found a little bit of peace this weekend, so I would like to talk about that. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. So camping is <laughs> <laughs> camping uh-huh. is not for me, mm. but it's great for me. Okay. I loved going camping with you. Um, I had a moment when I checked my phone and there was an email from Nike um, celebrating and sharing with me that the bold new colors of the season. So don't forget to click this email and check out our bold new colors. And I was like, who fucking cares? Like normally I'd be like, oh, something to do. Look at the new Nike swag. Man, I couldn't have given a fuck less and hated myself more for still subscribing to that bullshit email when I was in the middle of the outdoors with anything else to do except for wonder about the new season from nike man it put a lot in perspective that's so interesting like yeah that email check or that you know like gotta scroll twitter real quick and then you're like no 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 nah. go look at the fucking water and look at the salmon jumping out of that water or whatever exactly see a slug like <clears throat> as long as my hand yeah what's he up to yeah. You know? That slug was hanging. He was. Climbing up the side of the tent. I think I would have been friends with him in another life. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. He would have been DMT my friend. and you and that slug would be mad connected. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was definitely, I, I love camping. Um, I don't do it nearly enough anymore. I used to do it all the time. And it's like how I spent my birthday a couple years ago. I went out and camped in the desert and it was like, oh, yeah, it's such a good reset. And like reading a book by a campfire, nothing like it, all that kind of stuff. This time around, I especially was aware of the fact that like, I don't ever go a day without feeling stressed and technologically kind of like the weight of the computer on our lives right now, because it's the only way we're connected to anything right now. Yeah. Taking it off that weight, that kind of like yoke off my fucking neck and just putting it aside for a 24 hour period was everything. That's so fantastic to hear. Yeah, and also playing Scrabble. 
It was great. You killed me, but then I came back. What a great game. Yeah, it was a fucking awesome game. What was your word that got 42 points? Toque. T-O-U-Q-U-E? Mm-hmm. Toque? Mm-hmm. 42-pointer, man. I didn't think. I was like, that's game. I honestly, low-key, don't think it would be acceptable in Scrabble because it's not. I'm pretty sure it's not in the Scrabble dictionary. So I won? I think you actually won. I won? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See? The thing also that was kind of interesting about that whole experience was I'd never been camping with Archie and he was like not about it. He didn't really like camping. No. I mean, he's a he's a wolf who's a he's more dog than wolf at this he's point. A, yeah, he's totally and he was nervous. He didn't like it when the sun went down and we weren't going inside anywhere. And then we kind of like yeah, got into the tent and started playing Scrabble and he was really wigged out because there was something outside the tent. That... It's probably a fucking bear, real talk. Real talk, we found out it probably was a fucking bear. Yeah. I, Which it, in know. the area that we were in, like I There'd think there's bears. more bears than people. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It was probably a bear or a mountain lion. One or the other. Mountain bear? Mountain bear, something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Archie was mad about it. He wanted to go outside and have it out. What the fuck would he do? Get eaten alive. <laughs> and then I would scream. <laughs> it would be terrible. So that was a little weird because I was like, Sorry. yeah, I got a little. <laughs> <laughs> like you let him out and he's like. Hmm? Yeah. It's like... Just like a horror movie, you know, all of a sudden one second he's there and the next second he's like, yep. and then he's gone. And then you're like, Archie. And then you go looking for him and you go with your head the woods, and then like something drops down out of the trees and pulls you up into the trees and then you die too. Jesus and Christ. And then you're left alone. I'm left in the tent. Like, is it? It's still your turn. Yeah. And then I go out and look. Yeah. And your body. And then you see something at the like the edge of the light. Ooh. Right. And I think it's you. And I'm like Mary Jane. And then oh yeah. And then my body thunks onto the hood of the car, and it's just like me with like fucking some crazy neck wound bleeding out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I run back into the tent. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? What the fuck? What Mm -hmm. the fuck? And then it turns out that the tent and light is the only thing that will protect me from this demonic vampiric creature yeah out in the middle of the woods that's feeding on a on prey i guess yeah and yeah, your yeah. and your the batteries in your headlight are getting low oh i'm tapping the side of my head mm-hmm. one because i can't believe it and two because i don't want to die yep yeah okay and I'm then with you, this. like you only have one pack of matches and oh when those are gone it's gonna be dark yeah fully dark how far is the car with your body on it from me mm. 200 feet 200 feet something something where i still have to get there but it's close enough that I can like... Yep. Yeah. It's like Cujo. Did you ever see that movie Cujo? The dog Stephen King movie? The rabid dog. Uh, I never saw the movie, but I'm familiar enough with the story. I feel like there's a scene in which they have to make it to the car with the rabid dog. Right. But yeah, you have see, to See, because if it. I can get to the car and I can kick on the headlights, I should be able to get out of there if it's you scared think. of the light. You would think. But I still got to get to the car. Yeah. Oh, man. I Ooh. like this. This is good because yeah. I love a contained tear. That's yeah. my favorite kind of horror. Very fucking scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like two two people in the woods, one of them dies and then it's just you. You know, you don't know what's happening. Like Does this. the dog come back at the end as I like a... I think you hear him d- crying a, in the woods. A machina thing? Maybe. Oh, keep going on the woods. Oh, I was going to say, you, you hear him crying in the woods, so you think maybe he's still alive, but then you're worried because it might just be this like creature mimicking a dog's cry to just try like and in like, the ruins. extract you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But I have to go check. You, you got to go check. You have Always. to. The dog? You gotta go check on the dog. Yeah, you have to be like, Archie, mm-hmm. hello? And then you just hear, and then something happens. It's him. Oh, it's him? Yeah. Okay, he lived. And then he growls. Yeah. And the creature's behind me. Oh. And I turn around, mm-hmm. and um, 
it tries to grab me and we and then run. Archie shoots through your legs and bites it in the nuts. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And he and the creature is like swinging and then back the and swinging forth. swinging with the dog attached. At and the then I groin. grab I grab a um a fallen tree limb yeah. that's sharp on one end, and I plunge it right through where I think the heart is of the creature. But then its face opens up like those fucking things in Blade. Yes. Where it's like that crazy where the, the jaw cracks style. open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. And it screams and spits poison and I dodge it and it melts a tree a little bit behind me. And then as as the tree limb goes through its heart and black blood sprays everywhere, Archie and I, Archie releases and we sprint back to the car and we think it's okay and it's gone and we get to the car, but the keys are back in the tent. Oh no. And so I've got to go back in the tent <laughs> and then I come back and get the keys and- Where's my body? Huh? Where's oh, my dead body? Still on the hood. Okay, okay. Yeah, still on the hood. Am of the I car. still alive, barely breathing? Oh, do I put you in the car? Yeah. Because maybe. I think there might be a chance. There might be a chance. Oh, I see a little bit of blood bubbling because there's oxygen going through it yeah, on the vein. You put a tourniquet on me. Uh huh. Yep. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrap. I take off my belt. Okay. Which is kind of hot because I have those <laughs> veins that go down. Oh, the cum gutters? The cum gutters. And so this is a nice moment for sex. And uh, uh-huh. so I take off my belt. Everybody sees my cum gutters. And I wrap the belt around my neck, um, your neck, kind of like a horse, <laughs> and uh, to stop the bleeding. Okay. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then I put all of us in the car, hit it. And as I back up, bam. <gasps> right? Oh, my God. So it's, scary. It's back and yeah, now and it's just the face in the fucking window with that huge splitting mouth open Ooh. and it's pounding on the um, on the side and I have the headlights on so it can't go to around front mm-hmm. and I start to try and peel out and drive away and as I drive away I hit a rock because we're in the middle of nowhere and the tire goes all wonky oh, no. and I'm trying to drive on a wonky tire. And this thing is on the roof rack now. Is now it's on the roof rack. Mm-hmm. Archie is barking. Mm-hmm. Your blood is gut is. I'm just bubbling guzzling, in the backseat. Bubbling, mm-hmm. and I'm screaming. And because we always listen to the radio, it's playing like... My sl- Favorite Murder. My Favorite Murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. It's Karen in Georgia. Yeah, so there's barking, there's screaming, and there's My Favorite Murder playing or while this... Or <laughs> While this monster is on the head. That's so great. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do and you it, get out of there? Well, let's fucking write the rest. No, let's write. Do you want to finish it now? No. We can finish it. Okay. Yeah. So we're driving mm-hmm. and the monster is holding on and I'm swerving around and the tire is getting looser and looser and there's always a close up of like a nut and a bolt and an axle kind of breaking away from the tire just like a rope that would be fraying on some kind of cliffhanger movie. Yep. And it's swinging back and forth and eventually I throw it off by hitting the brakes, but that sends the monster forward so now it's in my path oh is it on the hood yeah it was no 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 no. it was on the it was on the top it was on the roof rack and now it's like in front of the car and now it's in front because i to to like finally get it off i hit the brake so that it would fly forward and hit a tree okay now it's in front of us and then you drive over it and then you drive to a lake or a rest stop and there's no one there because of covid and it's all fucking empty and you're panicking because i'm fucking bleeding out and then the thing was like stuck under the car and then it comes back at the rest area. And there's a last scene rest area fight. A last scene rest area fight? Mm-hmm. Is it a gas station? Oh, I think one of oh, those like highway rest areas where you pull oh. up. Maybe it would be better with a gas station because then you could light it on fire with gasoline. I feel like I've seen that before. Oh, okay. In Zoolander? Yeah, where they, they have a gas fight. <laughs> okay, so maybe not that. Yeah, but I like the rest stop area. The rest stop? Because if there's water, you mm-hmm. would think maybe you could escape mm-hmm. by putting everybody 
into like a motorboat or something and escaping kind of like Friday the 13th camp style. Or the Living Dead is one of the Living Dead movies where they escape that way. Yeah. 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 Huh. I like a rest stop. Okay. I think I you have to, to kill it. Fight at a rest I, stop. Yeah. I think you it. have to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no running away at that point. There's nowhere to turn. Yeah. Okay. So we're at a rest stop. Nobody's around and tried to stab it in the heart mm-hmm. with a tree limb. Didn't kill it. So now it's time to like have one final battle. Yeah. I need some kind of big weapon or uh, something here because a tree limb didn't do it. So I need something from the trunk. Or I need to throw your body at it. <laughs> like, I need to swing your body over my head like a lasso. Well, if it's light sensitive, then it would... You, that's Ooh, the how sun's you coming it. up, right? The sun's By now, the up. sun is coming up, and our final battle is, you know, encroaching on the day. Yeah. Okay, you I love have to, that. like, keep it out in the open until the sun comes up so that it can't disappear into the night. And then, yeah, we just watch it explode in the parking lot. Um. Oh, I know what you do. Okay. You, okay. Well, so there's a spare tire in the trunk, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's one of those jacks and a tire iron. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I have Archie. <laughs> I have a tire iron and um, we're fighting the thing. And what if I put the tire iron, like it pins me against the car mm-hmm. and it's screaming at me and it's trying to spit that shit at me and I jam the tire iron iron. You know how it's hooked? Yeah. Like a candy cane? Yeah. So I jam it down its throat. Okay. And then I pull it out of the hole I made. Oh. In with the tree limb. Ooh. And I kind of like gut it from the inside out. Okay. With like the a fish tie- on a gaff. Like a fish on a fucking gaff. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, so then real quick, at the beginning of the story, uh, we're fishing. Yeah. Right? And I catch a salmon. And you catch a fucking salmon. On a hook. That's it. And that's it. the callback. That's it. Yeah. Dope. Boom, and that's the and then Done. and then it falls dead as the sun comes up, mm-hmm. which erases all evidence of anything ever happening. Yeah, and then everyone thinks that you hurt me. Oh shit! And then the cops show up and they arrest you and they take you away for life. <laughs> <laughs> that's tense. There huh? are no winners. Yeah, that's tense. That's tense. The movie. Tense the movie. That's fucking awesome. Fuck! I love it. I love it. Wow. That's and good. then the sequel is me. Right. Because I live. Right. Maybe they have to like transplant my head onto some other body. Oh, that's fun. That'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah. If like my head was John Cena's body or something. (laughs) (laughs) It was the only way to survive. (laughs) We killed John Cena and put her head on his body. Well, then his head would have to be on someone else's body and like that would show up in the movie too. And then that's a zombie movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that the sequel is not the sequel. Yeah. It's just that you're back. It's just that I'm in a movie with John Cena's body. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Fuck, yeah. Well, well, should we uh, wrap this thing up? Yeah, that was so fun. It was so fun. We've got some brittle to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, We do. And we have some Buds of the Week this week to celebrate. Yeah, let's do our Buds of the Week. Okay, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay, I will go first. Let me pull them up. Uh, She knows who she is. Or I don't know if she goes by she or they, actually. So I'm sorry about that. As I pull up your name, I think I remember it. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's a dot potter. Vamping. I can say mine if you want. No. Okay. There it is. Yeah, Pulling it's dot it. potter. Oh, I, cool. uh, yeah, it's Abby. Oh, she goes by. Wow. Look at her pronouns. Dope. Are right there for pronouns you. Pronouns in the profile. Give it to so me. Good move. Abby Potter. She, her. Mm. Shout out to at Abby dot potter. She was our 5,000th follow on Instagram. 
which is huge amazing. and amazing. Uh, her Instagram is so fun. And she's so fucking cool looking. Yeah. I would be friends with her. And then we DM'd because I was just like, yo, thank you so much for the follow. And she wrote, I've been listening religi- religiously to every up for the last year. Dream come true. Holy shit. So thank you, Abby, for being our 5K follow. And thank you for rocking with us. And thanks for looking like a cool motherfucker with pronouns in the bio to yeah. make life easy i can't wait to blaze with you abby yeah fucking cool who's Thanks your butt of the week my butt of the week is chuck warner our friend chuck uh, who is hosting the emerge cannabis conference which uh we're well he's putting it all together and we're gonna actually be hosting it as the MCs. yeah three days so, yeah so give them a follow they're at emerge underscore canna it's the first avatar-based virtual conference ever like in the cannabis space. It's going to be crazy. Like you get to log in and you design your avatar and then your avatar walks around in the space. I think it's going to be um, VR available. Like if you have an Oculus, you can actually use it for the conference, I believe. The yeah. whole thing just looks so mad cool. There's a job fair. There's uh, an investor pitch contest. There's a bunch of panels and speakers and cool shit happening with everyone in the weed industry. And it's going to be three whole days in September. Yeah. Yeah. Such a big honor for us to host all three days. Huge. Also, so um, did did I ever show you when Travis Scott did that concert in Minecraft? Was it Minecraft? Huh. Where did Travis Scott do that concert? But I it was have no it, idea. well, everybody created their avatars. Again, wrong watched, person. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> um, and they it, just the idea of an avatar-based cannabis conference is something that's so exciting because I've I just I it's, what a great way to meet new people and explore. Yeah, it's so neat. I mean, none of us can go to real conferences right now, and that's a huge part of the lifeblood of the cannabis industry are these like live events where you get to go and meet people who are doing cool things in the world and like listen to people who are making a difference and all that sort of stuff. And so this is going to be like speakers and panels and all that kind of stuff and then you can actually visit the booths like you can walk up to a booth with your avatar and interact with a real person at their booth i just think the whole thing's going to be so neat so there are tickets online right now um and then once you've attended the event it's also going to be up for a full 90 days after it's over so it's just out get your ticket and we'll see you there I mean, yeah. we're, we're gonna have a little booth i think to answer questions and hang out with people too i'm gonna try and give myself a mohawk i've always wanted to have one. Oh, cool yeah. yeah, I'm like, excited to see what my avatar possibilities are. Right, I don't yeah. want to look like me. I want to look like I wish I was. Yeah, I wonder if they have hazmat suits. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, oh man, boy. well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thank you for all the five-star reviews rolling in on iTunes. It's helping tremendously. It means so much. Uh, leave a review if you want as well. Tell a butt about us. Follow us on Instagram at Weed and Grub. Definitely hang with us at Emerge September 8th, 9th, and 10th. Mary Jane, this was a banger. This was so much fun. Thanks for hanging, and um, we'll see y'all soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.